0: Good evening, High School Football fans. This is High School Football America for July 28, 2016. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. The season is upon us. Yes, Hawaii got it all kicked off, and then today, Virginia and Alaska and some other states getting practice going around the nation and Well, they're going to be playing for real next Friday, August the 5th, in Hawaii as the regular season kicks off there, followed by Alaska. And uh, then a bunch of other states will fall in right behind. Yes, the 2016 high school football season is here, and High School Football America is steaming. Full steam ahead toward Monday when we release our 2016 preseason top 25 using our proprietary algorithm. And then we also put a little bit of an opinion in there, but we're going to be doing the uh, national top 25. The other 25, which are teams 26 through 50, will do our our regional rankings next week, as well as doing the uh, California and Southern California top 25 polls. So very, very excited. It is uh, it is time to, to get the season underway. And uh, we uh, have been doing it over the last uh, a couple of months, doing some pre-poll stuff. This week, uh, we did a, a story on uh, Good Counsel out of Maryland and, and Pittsburgh Central Catholic. Uh, those teams in consideration to be uh, not only in the top 50, but probably in the top 25. Good Counsel led by uh, Bob Malloy a great coach uh, in the state of Maryland, a Hall of Fame coach, one win away from 400 lifetime victories. He'll become just the 18th coach in American high school football history to reach that uh, that milestone, and we're going to talk to Bob about that and his team this year that's uh, pretty darn good. They've got some good starters back on both sides of the ball. That should put them into the mix to challenge DeMatha, which has won uh, three straight Uh, Washington Catholic Athletic Conference titles and Bob's going to join us to talk about that. We're also going to talk some Jersey football with Augie Hoffman from St. Joseph Regional in Montvale, New Jersey. Big North United has changed. Uh, They've changed things up there in that part of the state uh, because of all the success of the private schools. They now have a super conference so Augie Hoffman's going to join us and talk about uh, what's going on in the Garden State. The Green Knights going to have a pretty good year this year lots of talent back and uh, they're also going to be out here in southern california i helped uh, st joe's uh, hook up with the honor bowl out here which will be played uh labor day weekend at mission viejo high schools so, uh, a great slate of games we're gonna have mark soto the uh founder and the organizer on the show coming up here in a couple of weeks but uh, they'll be coming out here will st joe's to play sarah a great program from gardena california so we've got uh, those two on the show plus we go to uh, the state of kansas where Steve Martin, the head coach at Northwest High School in Wichita, and also the president of the Kansas High School Football Coaches Association, is going to join us about a story we put out last week where um, the uh, the JUCOs there, the community colleges, the two-year programs, are looking to change the number of roster spots for out-of-school players. Uh, it jumped in 2013 from 12 to 20. Now they're trying to go from 20 to 30, and uh, the coaches, they're not very happy about that. And we're going to have uh, Steve Martin join us to talk about a possible boycott of the JUCOs. Uh, they're just trying to, you know, do what's right, get the uh, get their kids noticed out there. That's what the program was set up for. And, of course, uh, there have been some really great JUCOs through the years that have played in Kansas and various other places. I think there's about, about 125 uh, junior colleges around the country at this point point maybe the most famous lately uh, cam newton who uh, after he left florida after two years went and played at uh, blinn college in texas before uh, coming back into the uh, the college football fbs game but uh, anyway steve martin will join us in just a little bit time to bring in all of our partners beginning with crossover hey coaches save yourself time and money by letting Crossover do all that grunt work for you, breaking down the game film, putting it to you in a great, easy-to-read report, lets you do what you do best, which is coach. Go to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com, click on their banner ad, it'll get you a demo. Uh, Crossover with a K, Crossover.com forward slash football for your free demo. You won't be uh, disappointed if you check out Crossover. Uh, They really have uh, have kind of hit it out of the park on what they've put together here over the last couple of years. Speaking of hitting it out of the park, that's what Echo 1612 did with their instant replay being brought to the high school sideline a couple of years ago. It was created in Oklahoma by coaches for coaches, and now they're part of the college football game. Their instant replay system is part of the the EXOS program. So uh, Echo has been with us for a couple of years, Chad Cargill and company there in Oklahoma City. Great people, great to work with, great product echo1612.com. Click on the banner ad at High School Football America. It'll get you right to where you need to be to find out all this great technology, it gives you an edge, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, let's face it, you're, you're a high school football coach, you're always looking for an edge, Echo 1612 will give that to you. Also brought to you tonight by the good folks at Southern Sport, the TDI Razor, the Debris Inhibitor Razor. We had Joey Tyckert, one of the founding members, on last week. Joey talking about those spats to keep those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes and give you that great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. A roll of tape is about $4. It also takes a lot of time. They've got... Uh, 20 great colors. They've got some two tone stuff. They got a red, white, and blue American one, which is great for Labor Day. And you can uh, get a discount on your order when you go to their website, TDI Razor. That's with a U, R A Z U R, TDI Razor.com. Use the code HFA, HSFA, to get a discount on your order also brought to you tonight by the good folks at score stream they will be giving you all the scores on our website throughout the 2016 season yep they're loaded up they're good you can also have fun when you're out the game just download the app and uh... The iTunes Store or Google Play, and you will be able to score along and let everybody know how your favorite team in America is doing by using ScoreStream. You can learn more by going to their website at ScoreStream.com and finally by USA Today High School Sports. Once again, this year we're partnering up together USA Today HSS.com, the place to go for not only football but all kinds of high school sports throughout the year. Year round, USA Today HSS.com. All right. we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're heading to the Garden State. Time to talk a little Jersey football with Augie Hoffman, head coach at St. Joseph Regional in Montvale, New Jersey. They're knocking on the door. They may be one of those teams in the top 25 when we release that top 25 and 26 through 50 on Monday. We're going to learn about what the Knights have, Green Knights have coming back, how good they are. And we're also going to find out what's going on with the new super conference there in New Jersey, which will be brand new. 2016 we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors you're listening to high school football america Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo instant replay sideline system works with both your current, booth, and end zone cameras plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously. You'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field Turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house the debris inhibitor razor is made in America it's 70 percent nylon and 30 percent spandex making it extra lightweight and very durable and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee the debris inhibitor razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight it's fully customizable machine washable and more importantly it's easy to get on and off the Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra Bigfoot, Extra Large, founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor, spelled with a U, at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out HSS.com. the best in the game for everything high school football. Jeff Fisher, back with you on High School Football America tonight as we uh, are only four days away from releasing our national top 25 and the uh, the other 25, meaning we rank them 1 through 50. We'll also be releasing our regional rankings on Monday as well and on tonight's show a couple of coaches that uh, stand a good chance of being somewhere in that top 50. Uh, we're going to talk in a little bit to uh, Bob Malloy, the head coach at Good Council in Maryland, uh, closing in one win away from 400 victories. A little bit later in the show, we're going to be talking with Steve Martin, the head of the Kansas Football Coaches Association and Northwest High School in Wichita, about the JUCO situation there that could reside, result in a boycott. But first, we're going to start in New Jersey, and we all know how good the Big North United has been over the past decade. Uh, just uh, not only beating up each other uh, in-state there, but also doing a great job going out of state. Don Bosco Prep winning a couple of national titles and they just seem to be getting better and better. This year, and uh, Augie Hoffman, the head coach at St. Joseph Regional, who's going to come in here in just a second, we're going to be talking about uh, the new super conference there that was designed to uh, manage some of the difficulties that the schools had in in scheduling teams. Uh, No one in the state of New Jersey, uh, especially public schools, wanted to play them, so they've created a new super conference that uh, breaks the, uh, the private schools into three different divisions there in North Jersey, and Augie Hoffman's going to talk about that. He's also going to talk about what's coming back. Last year, they were ranked number 35 in the final rankings. Uh, High School Football America, again, if you're not familiar, uses a proprietary algorithm to rank its teams in season. It is all formula yeah uh, the preseason poll will have a little bit of opinion in it but we still use the algorithm to form the the basic premise of the uh the, the top 50 but uh, Augie Hoffman uh, has done a great job since taking over from uh Tony Karsich the les- legendary Tony Karsich who uh was at St. Joe's for a long long time and uh, Augie played at St. Joe's and he is now the uh, the leader of the program that uh that is expected to do some big things in New Jersey this year and also on the national scene. And we're going to bring uh, Coach Augie Hoffman into the show right now to talk about uh, what's changing there in northern New Jersey and what 2016 looks for. What it looks like for the Green Knights. Welcome to the show, Coach.
1: Hey, Jeff. How are you doing, man?
0: Doing very, very well. I know you got uh, things going there in Jersey, getting ready to kick things off here with the fall camp. But uh, before we dive into the 2016 Green Knights, let's talk a little bit about some of the changes there that have occurred. Uh, We think we did it the last time we talked here, the difficulty of scheduling, all the things that come with being part of the Big North United. Now, uh, it looks like uh, the powers that be have come up with a plan. So why don't you explain for the the people that uh, while you're still playing those teams that we all know, the Bergen Catholics, the Don Bosco, Goes Paramus Catholic and that. They've changed things up a little bit. So can you kind of give the the people a thumbnail sketch of what's going on there?
1: They they did. I mean, so, you know, I guess for the last couple years, they've been trying to figure out a solution to the public, non-public problem in New Jersey. Uh, You know, obviously the the non-public in the Big North has trouble, you know, getting nine games. and, And what they tried to do was put together a league. Where you could at least have seven games and then go find two out- of state games, which we all pretty much agreed that would be the best case scenario. I don't know if you remember last year we got stuck playing five out of state games which oh, is just, yeah <laughs> you know it's not it's not fair for high school kids. So what they did was they put together a super conference. Uh, basically it, it's an all non-public league um, and what they did was they grouped it aside according to you know school numbers and population. So you would play, you know, for instance, you know, we play Don Bosco, Burton Catholics, play you on know, Paramus Catholic. We're also going to play St. Peter's, DePaul, uh, you know, Pope John's on the schedule, Del Barton. So they figured out a way to get everybody a uh, minimum of seven games, and then you can go out and find two, which is, you know, very doable.
0: We're talking with Augie Hoffman tonight on High School Football America, the head football coach at St. Joseph Regional High School in Montvale, New Jersey. For those of you not familiar with uh, how the Super Conference of 115 teams was formed, the Big North Conference, the Super Essex Conference, Northwest Jersey Athletic Conference, and Hudson County Interscholastic League all came together to form the New Jersey Super Football Conference. The private schools put in the United Division with three divisions within that in A. It's Bergen Catholic. Don Bosco Prep, Paramus Catholic, St. Peter's Prep, and Seton Hall Prep. Now in B, where St. Joseph Regional is located, it's Del Barton, DePaul Catholic, and Pope John. In the C Division, it's Hudson Catholic, Marist, Montclair Immaculate, Morris Catholic, Newark Collegiate, and St. Anthony's. Now once again this year, Coach... uh, you're playing a great out-of-state schedule, including your opener when you come out here to Southern California to take on Sarah from Gardena, great program for a long time out here under Scott Altenberg, and I know you're excited about this game that uh, High School Football America had a hand in, putting you together with the good folks at the Honor Bowl that uh, are playing this year's event in Mission Viejo, California.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say, I want, you know, Jeff, without you, we would probably wouldn't have been able to get a, get a shot at that game, but we are, we are really excited um my, my boys have been you know they're just they got their eye on September 3rd coming out to California a lot of guys haven't even you know some some of our guys hadn't been outside of New York New Jersey until we went to Florida last year so uh be getting the opportunity to play in the honorable classic um it, it's going to be a great it's going to be a great experience for the kids and, and obviously Sarah's a a great team with a great tradition and and, and we've got you know we did the, the film exchange uh last year and we got a chance to
0: see them and I got some guys that can fly, so it should be a good. That uh, should be a good game. Yeah, Scott Altenberg, the uh, head coach there, has put together uh, a decent program through the years, just like you're building there, and that was built right. before you with your uh, your former coach. But let's mm-hmm. let's talk about uh, things heading into camp. I know you've got a lot of returners. Let's get some kids in by name here that you're expecting some big things out of here in 2016. Well, I think if uh, if you look at our group, you you, you got to start with our our you know our inside linebacker Louis Asuas.
1: He's uh he's probably the best player uh, all all around on our team. Uh, he plays inside line, but he's been a three year starter for us. He's gonna play tailback for us. He's really the uh the focal point of the group. I mean he, he you know, if he's having a good game, we you know, we're having a good game together. So uh, you know, Lewis is gonna be a big part of us on both sides of the ball this year. He's a multiple scholarship kid, uh explosive at the point of attack. Uh, just a, a humble, great kid. We love him. I mean, he's he's just a phenomenal individual.
0: Let's take it uh, through some of the. Let's go offense, defense. Well, I'll stay on defense. Let's go with that. Who are some of the mm-hmm. kids you have coming back? Talk about them and, and let us know. You know what they what you expect out of them this year.
1: Well, I think you know on, on defense for us, the strength of our defense is going to be our linebacker core. You know, we have four kids, four senior starting linebackers, three of which, uh, including Lewis, are three year starters for us. With uh, Grant Pagano stepping in at the uh, at the Mike spot, who was a star, you know, who, who really could have been a starter for us last year, um, played a ton, and uh, you know, we returned three defensive linemen and um, Mark Doran, Yves Saul and Vincent Matraxia. and really, you know, the guy that's running the show in the back end is our safety Evan Stewart, who's going to be a three-year starter for us by the time he's a senior. He started every game as a sophomore for us last year. And as a multiple scholarship kid, rangy, long, uh, so we, you know, we're, we're feeling real good about our uh, our down the middle play on defense.
0: Talking with Augie Hoffman tonight, head coach at uh, St. Joseph Regional in Montvale, New Jersey, team that finished number thirty-five last year in our national rankings. Uh, seven and four record shows how good that schedule was when the algorithm breaks it down. Somebody goes seven and four, top thirty-five. Yeah, <laughs> you guys play that type of a schedule, and uh, it's going to help yeah. you coming into this year. Let's let's flip it over to offense. What do you have coming back, and and who are some of the team's uh, leaders at this point?
1: Uh, well, I mean, as far as our offense is concerned.
0: I think you look up front for us, you know, we have
1: four, really five returning guys that started games last year, four full-time starters. And our, our fifth guy was a, a part-time starter last year, uh, up front with four, uh, four seniors in the mix up front on the offensive line. Uh, you know, Robbie Martin is our starting left tackle. He's a three-year starter committed to Penn state. Uh, Sean Mitchell is going to play guard for us as three-year starter. Uh, Josh Jackson is a national recruit. So, um, you know, we're feeling real good about our other guys. They're big, strong. They move. They played a lot of football together. Um, you know, Nick Patty is going to be our quarterback. He was started for us every game last year, took us to the state championship. He's only gotten better. Um, you know, and all our wide receivers are back from last year. So, you know, we feel good about what we have. Um, obviously, every year you take on a new identity. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this group comes together, but. You know the way it looks. The way it looks. Uh, preseason camp has gone, and OTAs uh, they're playing. They're
0: playing like a veteran group. So that's you know I'm excited about that. Talking St. Joe's Regional here on High School Football America tonight. Uh, Coach, heading into your what's this? Your third year now, I guess. Uh, yes, taking over mm-hmm. for uh, for uh, legendary uh, Tony Karacic. How different is the program now? Three years removed from from Coach Karsich, who just did such a marvelous job there at the school.
1: <laughs> I think the biggest thing is. the the landscape has changed so much you know we've never played schedules the way we've played um you know playing these out-of-state teams and and really the competition league has gotten so great that you know we say it all the time it's the sec of high school football Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know i mean like you said earlier you know you go you, you go seven eight and four and how are you in the top 35 well look at the schedule these kids have to play week in and week out. And and you'll understand, you know, the competition is as fierce as it gets. So, you know, Coach you know, Coach Carson's won a lot of football games for a lot of years and he's in my opinion, he's the best coach in New Jersey history. Um, but the landscape is just so much different now and the and the competition has grown so great that you you know, as coaches you really have to be you know, you're light years ahead of where you you know, you were years ago.
0: Mm-hmm. How how much pressure is on you for the people to understand this? Because one of the things I've been talking about on the last couple of shows with some of the great coaches around the country, when you get to the level that you guys get at as a collective group there in Jersey or some of the teams in Texas, um, you know, it's not like it used to be. I'm 55 years old, and, you know, parents generally back then kept their mouths shut. You might have an oddball here or there, but, you know, nowadays (laughs) all it takes is something to fire it up. So explain to the, 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 the coaches that listen out there and the parents what it's like to be a coach at this level and how how much pressure is on you
1: it's funny because you know it's hard it, it's just it's gotten i think the stakes have grown uh especially in our league you know i don't want, you know I, I like to think that you know st joe's does a great job educating our young boys and, and the whole league is, is great academically but you know when you talk about football you talk about the big north you talk about you know us and, and bosco and bergen and you know premise catholic kids come to these schools because they want to move forward in their in their athletics career you know so you come to st joe's you come to boston you come to bergen you go to pc you want to move on you want to play at the highest level in college and you know listen college is not getting any cheaper Mm -hmm. so you know people are looking for scholarships and you know parents are putting in a lot of time and money even before they get to high school getting these kids ready i don't necessarily agree with it i think I think sometimes the priorities have shifted a little bit. And you know, at the end of the day, it's still high school football. And I mean, you know, this is the most fun you're ever going to have playing football, really. Because after this, it becomes a lot more uh, job-oriented. But the stakes are higher. Parents feel more invested. And, yeah, their voices get a little louder. And, you know, if things don't work out for their kids, you're definitely hearing it. And, you know, being coming from a family where if there was an issue, my father and mother told me, you're going to go handle it with the coach, we're not, you know, we're yeah. keeping our mouth shut. <laughs> it's been a little bit of a transition for me because, you know, I just can't, I can't understand, I can't understand that part of it. You play football, football is the most selfless game you could play. So it's hard sometimes where you win a big game and you're still dealing with parents, you know, complaining, not comp- you know, complaining, yeah. for lack of a better term right. why their kids aren't playing. But I think a- after, you know, going into my third year, I understand that it's just, it's not going to change. It is what it is, so you gotta deal with it.
0: Yeah, no, I know, and I'm I'm really kind of bringing the topic up here in, in in the fall during these shows with coaches because you know I I think sometimes parents just don't think about it, and you know I can kind of be the voice of reason here and just say you know knock it off and like you said back in 1978 or whenever I boy boy that sounds a long time ago that, that that's what happened you know you went out there you competed and if you you wanted to talk to the coach you did it not mom and dad so interesting right. interesting part of the mix we're talking to Augie Hoffman tonight the head coach at uh, St Joseph Regional and Montville, New Jersey, a team that will be in the mix when we release our top 25 uh, next week on Monday. And uh, let's just kind of wrap up with things here with, uh, you know, going into camp. You talked about a lot of kids coming back, but every team has its own identity. What are some of the things that you want to see develop in in the fall camp that's going to make you feel confident that this team is the one that you think it can be?
1: Well, you know, it's going to start for me. You know, we played great defense last year. And we need to continue to play great defense. We have to swarm to the football. You know, we're not as big up front as we were last year, but we got guys that can run and move. And I want to see us, you know, play fierce, fierce defense. And really, you know, being a former O-lineman, you know, we we have to run the ball efficiently this year. Uh, Not that we didn't last year, but I I want to see us really take control up front. Um, I want to see us establish a run game. And I want to see Nick Paddy continue to make... Better decisions at the quarterback spot.
0: Fair enough. And then if that all goes according to the plan, you jump in. Like you said, you're coming out here to play the honor bowl. Uh, actually, Sarah will have a, a, I think, a couple of games under its belt at that point. Uh, yeah. Uh, how how do you you know face that? Obviously, you'll have some tape on them, which is good. So you'll know a little bit about that. But it's still going to be, uh, you know, uh, yours. Uh, or, or do you guys open? You know, you, you scrimmage uh, prep, right? Saint Joseph's prep.
1: Yeah, we're, what we did was because we understood that you know we know and and, and any any time you play an out of state schedule, those get, you know a lot of teams are got a couple jump uh, you know a couple game jump on us because New Jersey just starts later than everybody else. Um, but what we tried to do this year was really put together a uh, a hard hitting you know preseason practice schedule and uh, scrimmage schedule, and I think we did that. You know we're going to scrimmage uh, Seton Hall Prep, who's one of the uh, up and coming programs in New Jersey. Uh, we're going to scrimmage. Middletown South, who was the number one team in the state last year. And then we're going to go, you know, St. Joe's Philly, obviously, who's uh, who put it on us pretty good last year. So we've uh, we really tried to get as, as close to game ready as possible going into the uh, Sarah game because we know we got to be moving fast
0: yep well coach uh, always appreciate your time and coming on the show here. I think it's going to be another great year, and I think you'll be uh, you'll be happy. The algorithm's almost there, and uh, I think you guys are going mm-hmm. to be happy of course that's also pressure right i I don't mean to put but you like yeah. that pressure right no no big deal there
1: no we we love it we love it, but i, I got to tell you I hope that we're having the same conversation in December with the algorithm saying you guys are still uh you guys are still in the mix <laughs> from the, you know at the
0: end of the year Sounds good coach appreciate it have a great two thousand and sixteen. We'll talk soon.
1: Jeff, thank you very much, man.
0: Very welcome. Taking a break, coming back, heading to uh, Maryland. Bob Malloy going for win number 400 in the first game this year. That's an elite club. Bob Malloy and good counsel from Maryland when we come back. You're listening to High School Football America. instant replays on a high school football sideline seriously yes the future is here with echo 1612's instant replay sideline system echo's cutting edge technology was the first to the market two years ago ECHO delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding ECHO 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The ECHO instant replay sideline system works with both your current booth and end zone cameras, plus And this is an important point. Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or Internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously. You'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass-playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70 percent nylon and 30 percent spandex making it extra lightweight and very durable and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly it's easy to get on and off. The debris inhibitor razor comes in twenty three colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot. Extra Large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razer, spelled with a U, at TDIRazer.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account you can filter the clips however you'd like they'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations we all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game it's not about the time you put in it's about what you do with that time That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. USA Today High School Sports and High School Football America teaming up once again here in 2016 to give you great high school sports coverage from Southern California and around the nation. Just go to USA Today HSS.com. All right. Well, we uh, go from Jersey just a little touch south to Maryland to talk about a very good football program and a very good uh, football coach who's uh, coming up on a milestone. We're going to talk a little good counsel here with Bob Malloy, who's on the show several years ago. But uh, heading into uh, the first game here, he is just one win shy of 400 victories uh, 399, 118 and 1. He's tied for 18th on the the all-time coaching victories list the guy he's tied with by the way not bad you may have heard of him De La sales bob Lattisser, who retired with 399 but coach malloy will not be doing that and he's on the line right now to talk about the upcoming season and some of the players that he hopes will make this one a special one welcome to the show coach Hey, Jeff,
2: thank, <clears throat> thank you very
0: much for having me. Yeah, glad to have you on here. And, you know, I know you're not a guy that's going to like talking about himself, and we're going to get to the kids pretty quickly. But, uh, you know, uh, when you hit 400, uh, you'll be one of 18 members of a, a very exclusive club uh, there. And uh, I just thought I'd, you know, kind of start with that and just kind of get your feelings. And I, I know we had, before I rolled the tape here, we, we were joking that you just have to do it for a long time. But at least it means a little bit more than that. So what does it mean to you to reach a, a milestone like <laughs> that?
2: Well, you know, honestly, uh, um, you know, I try not to think about it very often. I mean, we, we, we could have reached it last year, but, you know, playing a great DeMatha team, that's a tough deal, you know, to win number 400 in a championship game at Maryland versus DeMatha. But, you know, I'd look at it, you know, if, I mean, gee, whiz, if I retired last year, I mean, what's the difference between 399 and and 400? You know, one missed extra points, for God's sake. So, um <laughs> I'm very proud, you know, I, I didn't realize that, you know, there's a group of 18. Uh, I mean, I'm very proud of that, but, uh, th- that's not why I'm in coaching. I don't have goals like that. I, I, uh, I, I love the, the preparation. I love messing around with the kids and, and, uh, you know, if everything else comes, you know, that's great too
0: yeah if you're around long enough and you do enough uh getting getting those wins that they pile up in a hurry bob malloy is on the line good counsel out of uh only maryland uh we're talking them on high school football america tonight and uh, we're going to get again into the team in a little bit by the way uh, as we uh, develop our algorithm rankings uh, which will be released on monday good counsel in the fight for the national rankings i know max preps in their uh preseason had you i think somewhere around 37 or 38 if memory serves me correctly um you know before we dive into it you you said something there you know you enjoy it and 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 all the things that go with it after you know several decades we'll just say um, how different is the game right now I mean from from when you got started
2: well <clears throat> the, the kids are really the same uh, I, I think you know uh, as far as how you treat them and, and I, I think they they respond to discipline uh, the, the, you know obviously the weights are huge, and and uh, the guys are bigger and faster and stronger. And uh, you know, in the old days, you know, you say, "Hey, well, you do this," and and they just did it. They didn't question you. Now, you know, now they will. They sort of sometimes want to know why, <laughs> and uh, you get a lot more feedback from them. Uh, they're more aware. I guess the biggest drawback: the parents are extremely. Well, you know, involved, uh That's a good word, I guess. And and you know they, they, you know they they want to meet with you, you know, on Mondays and talk about touches and passes and blah blah blah. And so that makes it, you know, that that's the negative part of it. But you know, the kids really, you know, to me, you know, and how I treat them and deal with them, you know, they haven't really changed that much. They, you know, as long as they know that you know you're in there, you care. And you care about them, uh, you know. It, it, you know that's. I mean, I think that's why I stay in, stayed in it so long. And you know, I enjoy, you know, being out there with them and laughing with them. And that's kind of what I like to do.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just talked with Augie Hoffman before you came on here from St. Joe's in New Jersey. He said the same thing. You know, involved is, is a, is a good word and not necessarily a good thing at this point. But hey, it, the world evolves and that's what we deal with. Bob Malloy is on the line, head coach at Good Council, <coughs> uh, started there in 2001, Hall of Fame coach in Maryland. I think you were also inducted into the Washington, D.C., uh, Hall of Fame there as well, coach. Let's, uh, let's dive into 2016. Uh, last year, seven and five. But if you kind of tear that apart, uh, seven and five could have as easily have been something else. As you mentioned, you, you lost to Dematha in the uh, the Washington Catholic uh, Athletic Association Championship game. Uh, you lost to them twice, also during the regular season, two overtime losses to Gilman and St. John's. Gilman nationally ranked last year, uh, also lost to uh, Gonzaga when they were nationally ranked. So you guys played a pretty tough schedule, maybe one of the the toughest in the nation. So uh, uh, tell us a little bit about last year and and, and kind of how that gets the going as you head to 2016
2: well you're right we, you know we we uh you forgot one of the best teams of all of them we played uh, uh bishop uh de from up in wayne new jersey that's right yep. and uh boy they were good I, they were really good and we played probably our best game against them but you know gilman you know gilman and, and dematha and st john's and dematha twice and Gonzaga twice we played five of our 12 games were against USA Today top 20 teams when we played them. And uh, that's pretty tough. And uh, we took Gilman and St. John's to, to overtime. And actually, at first, the math game, we were thrown in the end zone to win it, but we didn't get it done. And, uh, you know, we had a, a great semifinal game against Gonzaga where where we uh, beat them pretty good uh, at Maryland. And then, you know, uh, the matha was, was really, really Fine football team last year, so uh, but you know it was it was seven and five. It could have easily have, have been like nine and three, but uh, it is what it is. And yeah, you're right. You know we want to get back in the championship game, and we want to. You know, get, you know, get back to being a WCAC champs in 2016.
0: Yep, you did it uh, four years straight, 09 uh, through uh, 2012. Bob Malloy on the line uh, tonight talking about uh, good counsel. The Falcons heading into 2016, another uh, national ranking uh, coming their way. And, and, and let's dive into this. I know you've got some talent on both sides of the ball. Let's go offense. I know your quarterback's back, your running back's back. So tell the, uh, tell the listeners out there by name some of the kids you expect things from this year.
2: Well, a quarterback, Travis Dan, he he's 6'3" and uh he's a drop back guy. Uh throws the ball well, very very smart. He's a very smart guy and uh you know, a lot of times we'll just say, you know, well, what do you like? And and he he's, you know, he can help you in that manner. <clears throat> our running back uh Mo Ibrahim is is a great one. Uh he's a three-year starter. or He'll be a three-year starter. Uh, he's a he's a pretty good player. We got you know, a couple good. We have DJ Pratt uh, going to be a senior. He's a wide receiver. Uh, he's a track star. Came in, I think he came in third in the nationals in the in the 100 meters. and um, the, uh, I'm not exactly sure. I think Nike Nike meet, but I'm not exactly sure. But okay. he got some good speed. Uh, got actually exceptional speed. And we have, you know, free starting linemen back, you know, and they're all, you know, close to 300 pounds. And uh, Nasir Watkins and Brandon Johnson and Josh Conti And, you know, uh, uh, an undefeated freshman team. Hopefully, you know, four or five guys on that team will be back and be able to help us, you know, sometime, you know, early in the season. Defensively, we have, I guess, our top guy, Josh Pascal, who who was out in Seattle a couple weeks ago for the Nike opening. Uh, He did very well out there. He's a, he's a DN type of guy outside backer, uh, uh, has 50 scholarships uh, started two years in a row. And we got a Yandy Ely. He's been offered. He committed to Maryland. He's an outside backer. Anthony Bud's a safety. Uh, Again, he, he started for three years. So, you know, we we got about six offensive starters back and about five defensive starters back. And we had a kicker transfer in, J.T. Mitchell. And, uh, uh, you know, I haven't coached him yet, but I've seen him out there working out. He's got a good leg. So, I mean, we got a chance. You know, we got a chance. We'll work hard. The kids will respond. and We we literally really take one day at a time. No. And, uh, you know, you just can't worry about DeMatha, you know, game 10 on ESPN. You got to worry about Mount Saint Joe's. You know, uh, September fourth. That's that's what we worry about right now. <laughs>
0: got to get that coach speak in there. You've been doing it a long time, coach, so you're allowed to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Malloy on the line from Good Counsel tonight. One win shot. No,
2: honestly, I'm, I'm not kidding. You just can't. You can't. You know, you got goals. You want to be, you know, number one in the area. You want to be number one in the country. But you know, really, you just want to get better every day. And so we we met last night a couple of hours. The coaches. Yeah, you know, getting ready for our first practice August 10th.
0: And and you know what you're right about that 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 hasn't changed through the years. I was just throwing a bad joke out there. Uh, Bob Malloy on the line. Let's let's get into since I just had Augie Hoffman on talking about the Big North United and and how good that area is. Um, it seems like we know that the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference has, has always been good in, in in multiple sports. But it seems recently over the last five years or so, um, you know, it's no longer a, a two horse race or whatever. Tell tell the listeners out there a little bit about what that gauntlet is that You run every year to not only you know win a regular season title, but then go into the postseason for a championship. It it's not easy, I guess is the best way to put it simply.
2: No, you know Damatha is is nationally known in, in every sport uh, around. You know Morgan Wooten got that going, and and uh, they're, they're they're terrific. They get great players and great kids, and they you know they they're playing in the NFL. They're playing you know, all over the place. And, uh, you know, they're, they're the defending champions. Uh, Gonzaga, I think on paper has the talent coming back. They played a lot of young guys last year and, uh, and then St. John's has a new coach and, and, uh, uh, a really good program. They got beat by the math in the semifinals. So St. John's is going to be, you know, they are also believe me. McNamara is getting better. Um, uh, so yeah, it, it's it's a really competitive league. Uh, you know, Damatha opened up against two teams from Florida last year and, and beat one of them on one ESPN pretty badly, and then the other one they they won. And you know, our teams when they go and play, St. John's is playing IMG this year, and and uh, I think uh, uh, St. Francis in Baltimore. You know, so so you know, it just seems like. Uh, and around here lately they, they, a lot of kids from public schools are choosing to go to private schools because of the scholarships and because of the exposure and uh, it 's making the teams you know league even better
0: yeah, and puts the pressure on you as well as the head coach of the program talking good counsel high school football here tonight on. High School Football America, uh, out of Maryland, uh, Bob Malloy, the legendary coach, uh, and and legendary because he's coming up on uh, win number four hundred, which will put him to be the eighteenth person in that uh, that very famous circle, a very exclusive club. So now, as you head into camp, coach, what are some of the things that you hope to see out of this team that's going to let you know that they're ready for uh, what's what lies ahead in two thousand
2: sixteen? Well, like 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 always, you know, the offensive line. Uh... You know we got to find we got to find uh, a couple of guards and uh, uh, a tight end. You know we're looking for that. And you know we're, we're old school. I mean we uh, we like lining up in flanker and twins with two backs, and uh, we like running off tackle. Uh, now you know sometimes you you can't do that, and uh, you know so we have a we have a, a, a one back. We try to run our core plays out of two backs and one backs, spread them out, and then try to run the same plays and. Uh, So we got to find out, you know, right away, you know, we got to fill in those those linemen and find another receiver. Uh, Defensively, you know, we have another, I forgot to mention, but Brady Daniels started at linebacker and he's, uh, he's, I think he was the 210 pound state heavy uh, state champion in wrestling last year. And he's back. Uh, So, you know, we got uh, Noah Nicholson. He's a corner. He's been offered four or five places. And Micah McNeil's also coming back. He played a lot last year. So, you know, we do have some guys, you know, that are returning with some playing experience, and we had a terrific group of uh, freshmen. That, uh, But it takes them, you know, it takes them, you know, three of you know, usually the end of September before they're really ready to to jump in there. You know, and so so our first games we're are tough. We're playing Mount St. Joe's from Baltimore and Spalding from Baltimore, and we're playing Gilman again, and then we're playing the school you probably heard about, Bishop Sullivan from uh, Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, you know, they got a new coach and a lot of new players down there, and they're going to be pretty good. So, uh, uh, you know, those games are, are, are games, prestige games, you know, but the whole thing is, you know, trying to get our team ready to play in our, our WCAC opening, which is St. John's.
0: And that won't be an easy one either. Well, Coach, we uh, we appreciate you coming on here. But before we let you go, uh, and we've had all of the uh, the living and active 400 uh, win club uh, members on here, starting with uh, the the head uh, who just recently retired last year, John McKissick in Somerville with 600 plus. JT Curtis has been on here, and I've asked them this same unfair question, and it's really tongue in cheek, but we'll have fun with it with you too. So uh, you're coming up on 400 there. Do you have one win that stands out out of all those victories? And you're probably going to tell me, you know, the loss is better than the. Wins, but give me a favorite victory if you have one.
2: Oh, there's that's like saying who's your favorite player. I mean, exactly. I, I mean, there. I don't know. Uh, uh, I say the one I remember is the very first game of my coaching career in 1970. I was at Whitman High School and we played Montgomery Blair, and the thing ended up in a zero-zero tie. And so that's <laughs> the one tie that you know we've had. You know, they don't have ties anymore, and you know i remember that we that, both teams went back and forth but nobody could you know nobody could punch it in there so uh <laughs> yeah i i you know it it's uh it's a very hard question to answer i do remember that that tie and I do remember the last loss to DeMatha and uh, (laughs) everything else in the middle is kind of a blur.
0: (laughs) Fair enough that's the best answer I think I've had Uh, it wasn't a win but it was a tie the old kiss your sister thing and they don't have them anymore. Bob's uh, record by the way just so you know along with that one tie 399 wins, 118 losses and a whole lot of uh, helping young men along the way uh, through the decades. Coach thank you so much for joining us here on the show tonight Uh, best of luck in 2016 and can't wait to uh, talk uh, talk about uh, win number four hundred here and promote that when that happens uh, during the two thousand sixteen season. Thanks a lot. Have a great year.
2: Hey Jeff, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you're very welcome.
0: Thanks a lot. Taking a break. Heading out to Kansas when we come back. Uh, the coaches out there in the association a little up in arms about what the JUCOs are doing, trying to take away some spots from their Kansas boys. We'll have that story with Coach Steve Martin from Northwest High School in Wichita. When we come back, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current, booth, and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or Internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously. You'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70 percent nylon and 30 percent spandex making it extra lightweight and very durable and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in. It's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. USA Today High School Sports and High School Football America. Teaming up another year for great national and Southern California coverage. Check out USA Today High School Sports at usatodayhss.com. All right, heading to the Jayhawk State now where the Kansas High School Football Coaches Association is not happy with an upcoming vote by the Kansas Jayhawk Community College Conference that would increase the number of -of out-of-state high school football players on its rosters. The conference of eight junior college teams will vote August the 4th to raise the limit from 20 to 30 players and head coach Steve Martin at Northwest High School in Wichita and president of the Kansas High School Football Coaches Association is going to join us now to talk about what he feels is a very unfair situation for the Kansas High School football kids there in his state and he says uh, he's surveying the coaches out there to try and figure out what can be done to prevent that increase from happening. Uh, Actually early in the spring uh, the conference was going to did vote but didn't vote in favor of just dropping the the roster limitations altogether and Steve's on the line right now to uh, tell us what uh, is possible right now. He says a boycott is the biggest thing they're talking about, and he surveyed the uh, rank and file and seventy three percent so far say yes on a boycott, fourteen percent undecided and thirteen percent say a straight out no Steve Martin, welcome to the show and uh, tell us a little bit about what all this means for Kansas high school football players.
3: Hey, thanks, Jeff. We, uh, we appreciate you guys having us on and letting our, uh, Kansas Football Coach Association, uh, get our, uh, opinions out on the national stage. We've been fighting this locally, uh, the past couple of days. And so we're, we're kind of pretty proud as of, of our association to get this uh, spread out through the country and let people know what's going on. Uh, to our uh, state of football here in Kansas.
0: Yeah, well, obviously JUCO's a big deal. A, a lot of these programs, you know, putting out kids that, you know, aren't making it going on to the big D1 programs. But let's kind of drill it down to Kansas first. And, and, and really, you know, what is happening here is, is you know, it's affecting the, the Kansas high school football player directly. So um, what's kind of the, the stance of the organization right now, your, your association, and what you want to do to try and at least make an impact on this upcoming vote?
3: Well, what what we feel is that, you know, these community colleges um, you know, when these were built and founded by the local uh local communities and their uh counties that they wanted to help local kids and make a uh, make it uh financially feasible for kids to go to college there and give local kids a better opportunity to continue uh their academic rigors and their uh you know at, and and also help out athletically and uh you know, most of that money at the community college level is about 25% state funded, about 40% locally through the uh, county taxes. So, um, one of the big things that we're trying to keep people and keep these presidents and head football coaches in the state of Kansas, um, JUCOs to realize is that these people need us. They're academically, uh, not going to be able to do anything, um, financially if Kansas kids, do not go to their community colleges, mm-hmm. and we know it's you know we know it's a it's a small thing that we're doing as the association, but we feel like we have to stick up for our sixteen thousand kids that play uh, high school football in Kansas. We know you know we're all we're not a we're not a group that feels like every one of those sixteen thousand uh, people can play football, but we'd love for every sixteen thousand of our kids that play high school football to have a chance to move on. And uh, what we see happening is, as a nationally recruiting bill, you know, this year we were lucky enough to have Xavier Kelly sign with Clemson and Isaiah Saunders sign with uh, Clemson, you know, and we have multiple kids that sign to go to KU and, and Missouri and stuff like that. But we have a lot of kids in Kansas that get overlooked because we are not a national recruited state. Um, the JUCOs now help us out big time in the state of Kansas because they get the exposure with those kids that they, you know, They move over, you know, they'll get a kid that doesn't qualify, and they send them and place them at these Kansas JUCOs. And that's how our Kansas kids get these looks is, you know, these guys come in and they look at these kids. Well, they see um, our guys that are going, they go, man, we missed on this guy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, from, from us as a Kansas standpoint, we know we're not a nationally recruited state, but we have lots of players that have went and that were qualifiers that went to a Butler for a half a semester and then went on to propel themselves. And I'll speak on one kid, um, Ben Powers, who is a Wichita plays in the Wichita City League. I played against him, coached against him, a- actually. And, uh, you know, he went to Butler for a half semester, and all of a sudden he goes to OU this spring, tears it up in the spring. And I think he's a projected starter right now on the offensive line for a, a national power in Oklahoma. <laughs> and and th- there's a long list of people that I can attribute. Dreamus Smith, who's a running back for the San Diego Chargers, a kid that I coached at height wasn't a qualifier, wasn't a nationally recruited athlete coming out of high school. His only offer was KU. Didn't uh, qualify academically. Uh, went to Butler, served his time at Butler, and this then was a national recruit. Ended up going to West Virginia, now has propelled that into a an uh, in NFL career. Um, maybe, maybe if at the time when Dreamless went to Butler, the state rule was 12 out-of-state scholarships, and now – they pushed it a year ago to go to 20, and now if they go to 30, would, would, would the Ben Powers of the world, would the Dreamus Smiths of the world, um, the Albert Max of the world, would they have had a shot to continue their playing level and get the right exposure playing at the Division One level if it wasn't for these Kansas JUCOs and limiting out-of-state scholarships? Because let, let's all face it college football is becoming a business and it's starting to trickle down to even the junior college. That's the point. <laughs> it, exactly. And it's, and it's becoming, you have to win games. We understand that. But if you look at the past 30 years and you can look at our Kansas Juco system, Coffeville with coach Foster was winning national titles at Coffeville using 10 out of state, uh, scholarships. Um, butler with their recent success of being a national powerhouse in the juco scene um four or five years ago you had fort scott who lost on i believe an interception return four or five years ago um was playing Glenn college for the national championship Uh, and just so happens blend college was led by cam newton everybody knows who cam newton is (laughs) and uh that that team by fort scott was only, only had 12 out of staters on there So we know our Kansas kids can get it done on a national level and and that's the message we're trying to send our, our, our juncos here is that remember where your bread's buttered and uh, you know, and, and we back them, the communities, the out-of-state people aren't going to be supporting these uh, local community colleges. Um, It's going to be the local communities that have been set up for years supporting them. And so, if there's no local kids going there, what's going to put uh, butts in the seat?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, and, and you know m- money talks, right? And you know the rest of that saying. Uh, we're talking with Steve Martin tonight. He is the president of the uh, 156-member Kansas Football Coaches Association, head coach at North High, uh, Northwest High School in Wichita, talking about an upcoming vote next month, uh, August the 4th, by the Jayhawk Conference that would increase the number of out-of-state uh, roster spots for uh, uh, from 20 to 30, and he's, he's laid out. A good reason why it shouldn't, and and I, I think I read in the in the local paper there, uh, the word boycott came up, and that's sort of what you hinted at toward the end. I mean, is this are, are you guys just kind of throwing it out there, or or is this real? I mean, can you see the the organization saying, hey, hey, JUCOs, guess what? Without us, you're nothing.
3: Absolutely. If uh, right now we've had 86 out of our uh, 86 members out of our 228 schools that play 11 man football, and this isn't even talking about our eight-man division. I haven't really been in contact with the eight-man coaches association president to see how they want to progress and maybe we can join forces on this. But, you know, it's one of those things where I'm not the only coach that has thrown this out. We are about a 73% now looking at results about an hour ago, 73% of those guys that responded said they would be in the boycotting these schools that said yes for the out-of-state rule. And uh, is it harsh? Absolutely. But is adding – 30, giving 30 out-of-state scholarships, is that harsh to our Kansas kids? Absolutely. And, you know, what we're, uh, you know, it's 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 one of those deals where people are going, you know, locally, they're going, Coach, could this hurt our kids in Wichita? No, I'm very confident in my kids and my program that people want my kids to come play football for them. And I think a lot of people will say that in the state of Kansas, that what's going to happen is um, – The rich are going to get richer. The guys that do a great job of recruiting in Kansas are continued to win these battles at the end of the day when they know that these kids, when these coaches are coming in and recruiting Kansas kids because they understand the product that we can put out on the field and the realization that they need our Kansas kids at the end of the day to make it successful because what's going to happen is a lot of these board of trustees are going to start looking at enrollment numbers. And if enrollment numbers start dipping and these funds aren't coming locally, you know, what's going to happen? I think that's more pressure than winning. I think uh, at those JUCA levels, everybody knows the state of education in in the United States right now at the college level is getting more expensive. Mm -hmm. And uh, if people aren't enrolling in school, you know, how's that school going to stay open? How are they going to build their football stadiums? How are they going to build these guys their new weight rooms and indoor facilities and all that stuff if kids aren't enrolling in that?
0: very well said and just to give the listeners an idea here the uh, the home roster 85 in the uh, Jayhawk conference uh, traveling squad 63 and again uh, 2013 they moved from 12 to 20 on the out-of-state spots and now they're trying to go up what 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 happened with the uh, the situation where they tried to drop the restrictions completely I mean what what was the reason that they they, they didn't go that route because you like you said the state of the game is such that they could have so is there hope in the fact that there was a little bit of common sense that kicked in back in the Spring?
3: No, there's no hope because no one found out about this. Uh, okay. um, no one knew that they were doing this. I just found this out this morning. Tony Adame, a reporter with the Wichita Eagle here in Wichita, um, actually just uh, stumbled upon this story. If Tony wouldn't have done some good researching, and I don't, I didn't even ask Tony how he found this out. But August fourth would have came, and none of us would have known anything about what was going on. Wow. Um, We didn't know about this vote coming up until Tuesday morning. We didn't know about the uh, uh, restrictions, uh, total restrictions on out-of-state scholarships. And a year back, we didn't even know they were voting on the 20. Hmm. So it's, I'm I'm glad we have a very good reporter here in Wichita who uh, is bringing this to light, and it's hopefully going to help Kansas kids because that's what it's about. We're here to, as Kansas High school coaches, and me as the uh, president of the Kansas Football Football Coaches Association, is to have a voice for Kansas coaches and Kansas kids. And and I believe we're doing that. I think we're doing what's right for our Kansas kids and protecting our game. Here
0: in Kansas, yeah, and congratulations to Tony Adame. I, I'm going to post uh, both of his stories that uh, I have so far that goes into this, so uh, people can get an idea exactly what's going on there with the upcoming uh, August 4th vote. Uh, and, and let's let's shift gears here. Uh, uh, we wish you success with that, but you know, uh, fall camps around the corner, so uh, you got to be chomping at the bit. I know last year you guys were uh, 10 and one, made it to uh, the the state quarters in, in 6A, the biggest classification there. Let's let's talk a little bit about uh, your Northwest. Program there, Coach. Uh, what What do you have coming back? What are you excited about going into fall camp?
3: So we're we're just, uh, We have an extremely talented uh, running back in Jaleel Rounds that leads an explosive offense. Last year, we set uh, a couple state records uh, in total yards per game at 539 per game, and even ran it off 102 uh, offensive snaps in one game with our offensive tempo. But oh, wow. you know, a lot of it's accredited to our kids. You know, our Kansas kids are good kids. They They are blue collar kids. And I think a lot of people say that in the state of Kansas and I just have a good group of kids right now and uh, we're riding their success and their hard work in the weight room and stuff. But you know, we have a we have a big offensive lineman in Joey Gilbertson that committed about a month ago to KU, had a uh, multiple uh offer had offered by Tulane out there and a lot of S C S schools. Um, you know, so these guys are bringing attention to us um nationally, you know. Uh, Louisville and some of those guys are in. So it's kind of fun when those guys are coming in and looking at your players. But, you know, we feel like we have a dynamic offense with Jaleel Rounds as our, as our running back ran for 1,400 yards and a two back offense. The other running back ran for a thousand yards and very good downhill inside zone runner. Um, you know, it's getting a couple looks by SCS Army was in looking at him in the spring, but we also have a very, very, uh, great wide receiver, Martise Mullins, that is very unknown. Um, Nashley, who is probably going to have to end up maybe going to do that jc route because of the exposure but he's you know he's one of those kids that no one sees but when he steps on those fields i I know the the jc guys that are in our state know about him and they have been talking with him since after last season um but you know we we feel like offensively we're going to be good as long as the quarterback can manage the game for us we had a very good quarterback last year um you know, and we feel like we're going to be young on defense, and we feel as the season goes on, we're going to get better and better. When it's, uh, you know, when it's time to get going for uh, playoffs, I think we'll be a great team. But early on, I just don't know. We're going to be probably starting about five sophomores on defense, and you know, sometimes that's scary. I don't know how other people view that nationally, but you know, if you're, we always say that if you're starting sophomores, you can count a loss for every one of them. Well, I, I don't really uh, want to go five and five or have five losses or anything like that so uh, we're hoping we're hoping that uh that wise coach that once told me was wrong or you know was drinking something when he told me that so <laughs> <laughs> well i
0: i can give you one positive uh, last week on the show we had uh, mcgill Toolin's head coach at uh, mobile alabama they won the 7a championship there and he talked exactly about what you talked about he took over had nine sophomores struggled that year but Two years later, state championship. So it does happen. We're talking to Steve Martin, uh, the uh, and, and I, I was joking with Steve before. This is a very famous interview. I mean, he's Steve Martin, the comedian. I'm Jeff Fisher, the head coach of the Rams. It doesn't get any better, folks. You're, you're,
3: you're listening. You know
0: exactly, exactly.
3: You know, we're just two famous guys just sitting here talking about high school football.
0: There you go. That's how big it is. Well, you know, and and let's let's put you uh, let's get you to put on the hat, kind of of the uh, Chamber of Commerce, if you will, the the spokesperson for Kansas football. You've touched on touched on it a little bit, for but for our national audience here, kind of really give us a, a good snapshot of how good it is. You talked about blue collar, we kind of get that, but but give us an overall scope of, of of football, high school football in the state of Kansas right now.
3: You know, right now in the high school, what we're going on is we have a big uh, debate classification-wise. Um, you know, we have a wide range of kids. Um, I think we have some schools that are looking at maybe in the future playing some six-man football. We have over 100 and some uh, schools that play eight man football and we have 232 schools that play 11 man football ranging from population of 71 kids in the total high school to 2600 um, so it's a wide variety, wide array of uh, populations you have a lot of inner city schools when it comes to wichita kansas city area that are uh, do a very good job of playing football. And then you have just like everybody else, the suburban schools. Um, so we all have, you know, if we probably went down to Texas, we would we'd have some similarities, but you know, we don't with the, with the aspect of we're, we're not allowed to uh, have spring ball, but we are allowed to have unlimited contact with our kids in the summer um, with practices wise, just with no equipment on. And, and we feel uh, that rule that passed us eight years ago is improving our brand. And, you no know, we just keep hoping that um our game keeps expanding that these kids that are that are getting nationally recruited um from our from our bigger bigger areas can keep gooding uh putting us in the limelight and uh letting people know that there are good football players in the state of Kansas and that you know we are we run we are running conventional offenses you know we have we're running a whole bunch of different stuff from flex bone to wing tee to single wing to spread concepts to no huddle, throwing the ball every down. So we, we feel like we have a good game in the state of Kansas. We have a uh, tight-knit coaching community that's very competitive, and we all like to win. And, you know, we just we just are thirsting for that national respect um, by recruiters nationally. But, you know, we also understand that it's not a populous state where, you know, we, we're, we're all over the place where, you know, maybe in the states of Texas or Florida you can go to Dallas and visit – 200 schools within a 60 mile radius. Well, in 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 Kansas, you got to go to Kansas City or you got to go to Wichita, and then expand outward um, from there. And you could be driving for 200 miles. So, really, you know that that's what we want people to know is that. We still know how to play football, and we can coach football in the state of Kansas.
0: Yeah, you guys got some notoriety. My good friend Joe Drape wrote about uh, Smith Center during the uh, the big streak they had there. That got a little uh, spotlight on the state of Kansas. We're talking with uh, Steve Martin, the uh, head coach at Northwest High School in Wichita, in Kansas, also uh, the president of the Kansas Football Coaches Association. Let's bring it back to wrap up here with exactly why you were on at the beginning, which is the the Jayhawk conference voting next month to you know increase out-of-state roster sports. Uh, by 10 from 20 to 30 if you had to guess how much of an impact do you think you're going to have as a, as an association and how do you think this vote will go on august the 4th
3: well i i, I don't know if the board of trustees or presidents thought they would we would get this information leaked to us to be honest with you um i've had three head coaches from these junior colleges already call me and assured me that they were voting no or uh and they're not the ones driving this issue, so we'll see what comes to light. Um, you know, but the big message is for we are not going to let this happen to our Kansas kids without a fight. And uh, I think every head coach in the in the nation could tell you that we are advocates for kids, in developing young men, and looking out for their best interests in the future. And and that's what we're going to do in the state of Kansas. We're going to keep advocating for our kids and keep fighting tooth and nail for these kids.
0: And this is one of the reasons, folks, why High School Football America exists as a radio show. It's to tell these stories. Yes, it's great in Texas. Yes, it's great in Florida and all these other states, but we want the voices heard. You can hear from Coach Martin how much he's enthused to help his kids in the state of Kansas, and that's what makes this sport so great. Coach, really, really appreciate you coming on. We'll uh, hopefully have you back on here with some good news once the vote comes down, but thanks for sharing your story uh, about the JUCOs, and also uh, best of luck in 2016 for uh, your program.
3: Well, thanks, Jeff. We appreciate you know you taking this on a national level for us, and hopefully people can chime in and, and just understand what, what, what our Kansas kids face when it comes to recruiting. And you know, I appreciate you, you wishing me good luck. And I do hopefully we will have some good news for you August 5th. We really hope so. And if not, it might be bad news for some of those JUCOs that voted yes.
0: There you go. They should listen to exactly what you said there at the end. Okay, Coach, have a great uh, 2016.
3: Thank you, sir. Appreciate it.
0: Again, that's Steve Martin, head coach at Northwest High School in Wichita. The latest numbers in the survey as they try and work uh, to, to some sort of a compromise on this situation with the JUCOs, not wanting them to go up 10 more spots. For out-of-state players on the roster, uh, 73% of the coaches that were surveyed in the state of Kansas saying, yes, we do support a boycott, 14 are undecided, 14%, and 13% said flat out no. And oh, by the way, uh, one of the other things uh, Coach wanted me to let you, let everybody know, he was very excited after we taped the interview earlier this week. Uh, he mentioned that uh, Marcus Hicks, his 6'5", 230-pound sophomore defensive end, got, a, uh, got an offer from Oklahoma State, so he's very, very proud of that. Okay, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, we're going to wrap the show up here. You're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline, seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system. Echo's cutting edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding ECHO 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The ECHO instant replay sideline system works with both your current, booth, and end zone cameras plus, and this is an important point, ECHO works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70 percent nylon and 30 percent spandex making it extra lightweight and very durable and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly it's easy to get on and off. The debris inhibitor razor comes in twenty-three colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot. Extra Large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi all SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razer spelled with a U, at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account you can filter the clips however you'd like they'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations we all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game it's not about the time you put in it's about what you do with that time that's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. All right, Jeff Fisher with you as we wrap things up tonight on High School Football America. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, If you haven't noticed, we've expanded the show as we go into uh, our sixth year. We are now 90 minutes in length trying to give you as much coverage as we can. And boy, are we excited about Monday, August the 1st, as we release our... Preseason, top 25, we're going to do the top 50. It's uh, formed by our algorithm as the base, and we use a little bit of opinion in the preseason poll. But once the season starts, then it goes all uh, computer ranking that we have put together. That's been uh, it's, People are really appreciative of what we've been able to develop uh, with our algorithm, and uh, they feel that it gives a very good, accurate uh, accounting of what's going on uh, with high school football around America. And it does help now that we do have a lot of interstate games, and those big teams now are playing each other. Whether they're traveling across the country or in their backyard, and that uh, that helps uh, develop that algorithm just a little bit stronger. I want to thank our guest on the show tonight. Starting with Augie Hoffman, head coach at Saint Joseph Regional. Bob Malloy going for win number 400 in week one of the 2016 season as he's the head coach at Good Council, and then Steve Martin uh, from the uh, from Northwest High School in Wichita, in Kansas, but also the head of the Kansas. Football High School Coaches Association joining us to talk about the JUCO situation out there and uh, we want to thank all three of them for being on the show. We want to thank our partners on the show beginning with Crossover Crossover.com forward slash football for your free demo. That's Crossover with a K. Echo 1612 instant replay on your sidelines Echo1612.com is where you can learn more. Also brought to you tonight by USA Today High School Sports. Check them out at USA Today HSS.com by ScoreStream giving you all the scores this season. Uh, Throughout the season, you can score along at your game that you're at. All you have to do is get the app at the uh, Google Play or iTunes store. You can also find out more at scorestream.com and also brought to you tonight by the good folks at southern sport, makers of the tdi razor, tdi razor.com, that's with a u, tdi razor r a z u r.com. hsfa is the code to get you a discount on your order when you get those really cool looking spats that keep the pesky rubber pellets of field turf out of your shoes and give you the great look of spatting without the high cost of tape again. hsfa, the special code to get a discount. On your orders. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you for uh, tuning in and listening. And uh, sorry for the little technical glitch we had on the start here. But anyway, we're ready to go into the first week of the season, August 5th. They start playing in Hawaii. The national rankings coming out Monday at noontime. For now, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from Southern California. You've been listening to High School Football America, the country's premier weekly national high school football talk show.